Welcome to the Fit Femme Project Alignment Podcast. It is here that we cultivate and gather all who have been through it in fitness, relationships, careers, lifestyle changes, and unforgettable crucial life pivots trying to achieve their most sovereign selves. We're here to provide you with thought-provoking, detailed stories and information from truly fascinating men and women from all walks of life, professions, generations, and modern-day sagas who speak to their rawest, darkest moments that made them the strong, decisive, humble, helpful, healing people that they are today. We ask them to hold nothing back because life is a multi-dimensional pursuit to be stronger, healthier, and more aligned mentally, emotionally, and physically. Let's go. All right, welcome back. We're here. We're doing it. We have so many words. <laughs> uh, today we are talking about somewhat of, I would say, I wouldn't say, okay, I don't know if controversial is the right word. It's a perception thing for sure. Like you can yeah. choose to be yeah. upset or triggered or you can choose to be okay with the truth. Yeah, because it's definitely a topic that has been around for the past several years. And anyway, so let's just talk about it. Yeah. <laughs> um, we're talking about toxic body positivity. And what we mean by that is that, yes, <clears throat> we do love it when people are leaning into accepting themselves for who they are, regardless of what people, other people think. However, it gets to the point where it could be, are you taking care of yourself though? Mm -hmm. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, and I think too, what is important to remember is that it's not about what anybody else thinks about your body. It's not what I think about someone else's body. There's going to be a voice inside of you and that voice may be a blood test or uh, advice from your physician but there is going to be something that tells you what's right for you. Yeah. And don't worry about anybody else. And that includes people that tell you you shouldn't be trying to change or improve in the way that you want to. That is yeah. that is toxic to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like kind of we've been talking about this where you kind of have to be real with yourself. That mm -hmm. like don't use this body positivity as an excuse to like lean into, okay, well, I'm not going to feel pressure to eat healthy. I'm not going to feel mm -hmm. pressure to go on the walk. I'm just going to do whatever the F I want and everyone else can fuck off. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, yeah, other people can fuck off, but For sure. let's be real with ourselves and saying, Rosie, stop. Hey, if you do podcast here, there is bulldog noises. <laughs> Um, but like being real with yourself and saying like, I am not the healthiest person I could be. I don't I could, feel good. I yeah. can't walk up a flight of stairs. Yeah. I, um, know that my bones are probably not going to hold my frame up past about 60 cause I mm. never lift weights there. Uh, yeah. There's a thing, there's body positivity yeah. and then there are facts that are undeniable that are physics and physiology. Yeah. And there's there's not a lot of gray area there. No. All right. Well, that's it, folks. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> come at you. Come at us if you want. No, I'm just kidding. No, please don't. Please don't. Well, we I can be the people you want to F off. Whatever. But yeah. there also needs to be voices out there. And there are. You know, I see just as many people that are saying that if you want to change your body, that means you don't love yourself where you are and who you are. And there's just as many 
of the right voices saying that is completely untrue. Yeah. Yeah. And there's even people who, and this goes like flip the script, right? It goes the other way around where people who are obsessed with having the six pack are deeply insecure people. Correct. Yeah. So you can't, it's, there's not a blanket thing. Like just because I'm actively taking care of myself means I'm insecure or the other way around. Like there's no one size fits all in this kind of topic. There's not. And there's always going to be extremes. Yeah. Right. There's always going to be people that have no self-worth outside of the way that they physically look, but there's not very many. And there is going to be people that, tell you if you want to change anything or you try to improve yourself physically at all then you are wrong and you're doing the wrong thing and you're spreading poison Mm -hmm. there's not very many of them but they're sensational and they're controversial and they're freaking loud so we hear them more than the majority yeah because that is um it's clickbait yeah, that's. I guess that's the word I was looking for. <laughs> it's like it's easily to be spread. It's not something that you hear all the time. Like it's a new fad, I guess, of yeah. acceptance and body acceptance and stuff like that. Like although that can serve people really well, that it's just at the same time, it's like it's burning out. I think a little bit just because it it's is, yeah. such a steaming pile of horseshit. Yeah. So that's just not going to stand the test of time. Like, like all things that are sensational and ridiculous, they just kind of fade off. Like there's mm-hmm. never this, like we're throwing, you know, we're throwing the ax down, like no more of this. Like, no, it just kind of like withers away into back into the shadows and it'll come yeah. back in a different form. Yeah. Like, Keto. <laughs> <laughs> it's coming back in a different form? It does. Oh, what's Every, it now? It's keto right now. Oh, when okay. I was young, it was Atkins diet. Oh, yeah, that's right. I yeah. know what that is. Yeah. Are you proud of me? So proud of you. <laughs> she didn't know what Hank William, who Hank Williams Jr. was. I'm saying that on every podcast. <laughs> the more you say it, the more I'm like, I probably do know. It just didn't hit my brain right away. It's too late. Okay, sorry. But anyway. <laughs> you know what this reminds me of? Like, a big proponent of the body positivity with Lizzo. And yeah. you know all the controversy around her now? Well, that was more being mean, wasn't it? She, well, yeah. Like she abusive. Was abusive and telling her dancers that she, like, some there was some funny stuff out there where, because she allegedly was telling her dancers that she was, they were too fat. And they're like, could you imagine what? Lizzo telling you you're too fat? Like... <laughs> Like, I really may have some body dysmorphia There's happening here, man. There's something happening. And so, like, that kind of has gotten buried a little bit. It hasn't really come out. But who knows what the truth is. But it was just ironic, like, of all people. Yeah. And she was a big voice for that. She was a huge voice for that. Um, and, and I understand that people want a place to belong. So if you're overweight and you're really struggling to lose weight, someone's saying, like, actually, you're beautiful. And you belong right here. And if people don't like it, they can kiss your ass. Like, I get that completely. However, that's not going to solve your problem. Yeah. That's going to give you a group to be unhealthy with. Which you feel inclusivity. But, again, it doesn't negate from the fact that BMI... While we don't calculate it correctly a lot of the time, like there needs to be still yeah. work done there. Isn't that there. kind of outdated way to? It is, but yeah. and it's 
in what it actually means in the amount of lean mass versus fat mass, that matters. Yeah. It matters a whole lot. And I'm not talking about aesthetics. I would never get into telling someone what is the appropriate way for them to look. No, yeah. But that that matters a good deal on your overall health, your longevity, your lifespan, and your health span. Yeah. That it does. Like that you can't you cannot argue that when you are at a certain amount of body fat versus your lean mass, right? It all matters how tall you are, how much lean mass, um, literally the way, how thick your bones are. It all goes into play of what is going to be best health for you. And like yeah. everything else, there's a sliding scale of mm-hmm. what's best. Yeah. We're not always going to be in like our tip top shape through, yeah. our, you know, we, we disintegrate. <laughs> like here and there throughout our lives but as we age yeah but there are there's just things that are they're just not good for you and for me you could tell me someone that was like had a you know well over 40 percent body fat is going to could tell me all day every day that they are energetic feel great sleep great and i would never believe you yeah (laughs) i just it's just like you could like you could sit here and tell me that you are secretly a unicorn and i would Okay. All right. All right. I remember, like, looking back to, you know, before I really took everything seriously, um, I probably would have been that person being like, yeah, I sleep fine. And I would have believed it. I have good energy. I get through my day. I'm happy. I'm not like a bitch just because I slept bad or something like that. I would have been that person. But because I'm, you know, really on the other side of the fence... Looking back, I'm like, no, I really did not sleep good at all. Mm-hmm. What, what was I thinking? Like, just because I could happily and energetically function throughout my day, as an example. Yeah. Right? I would have been that person, but I just thought that was normal. Like, I just didn't have a good night's sleep. It's not that big of a deal. I wake up every every morning at 3 a.m. for no goddamn reason. Yeah. Like, why? And then I started, like, but why am I doing that? And, you know, so it started to snowball into, like... Um, why these things are happening. My body's sending these signals that you just are so... And the acupuncture really helped me with that. Really? Because she, my... Are they... Would you call them practitioners? Whatever. My acupuncturist, um, Renee, in Nashville, she just would just blow me out of the water with how much she knew and just how every little thing... Like, your fingernails tell a story about your liver. Like, everything is... Um, a signal to what's going on in your body, good or bad. Mm-hmm. She, I'd walk into her office. She'd be like, "You must be sleeping better, huh?" I'm like, Ugh, "How do you know?" She's like, "Your liver or your nails look really good." Um, and she said some other thing, and I'm like, "Yeah, it is getting better." And then there was one time, just for shits and giggles, she yeah. uh, she was putting in a needle right here, right above my wrist where my tattoo is, and uh, it kind of she had done the same exact location on the other side. And, but this side had hurt. My left side had hurt. And I was like, oh, that one kind of stung a little bit. Because it's just a quick prick. And sometimes it hurts more than others. Hmm. And, um, oh, she goes, are you about to start your period? And I'm like, yes. Really? <laughs> and she goes, yeah, the left side of your body is usually a little more susceptible to pain when you're about to start your period. I'm like, wild. up. And then one time she put. It's like witchcraft. It is. She had put a needle in my I was laying face down this time and she was putting one close to my spine and I like my muscle just went whoop, I just went like that it, it reminds me of uh, Kung Fu Panda the guy who goes I that. Boop, boop. oh my god it's so 
We gotta watch that. But you think you're quoting Kung Fu Panda and don't know Hank Williams. Okay, I'm carry sorry. on. What you have kids this, though? Is this millennial? Is that what you are? Yeah. Okay. So are you? Am, no. Yeah. I'm a boomer. We nope. talked about this. Nope. I were new. You're wrong. <laughs> anyway, so she had put that in that spot, and I like convulsed. And she goes, "That's right where your liver is at." I was like, oh, "Fudge!" And I was having a lot of liver problems. Really? It's wild, and it, it just taught me so much about my body. And I really would try to encourage people to like pay more attention, other than like, "Ow, my knee hurts," or. I have diarrhea, you know, the, the major <laughs> pay attention <laughs> you know to I mean? like thoughts too. that too. Yeah. Because I think the body and the mind like knock before yeah, they kick down the door. Oh, that's such a good way to put that. But it's yeah. true. And I always, you know, cause there was always like a nagging in my brain. Like you, you alcohol doesn't work for you. doesn't work for you. Acknowledge it. Accept it. And, you know, I think like most people, I go through the, well, I'm only going to have two drinks two nights a week. I'm only going to drink socially. I'm, you know, and you you go through that and none of that works. Yeah. And finally, it's true. You know, (laughs) I just gave it up completely. And I went to get blood work done for something. I don't remember why, but like a blood Uh work. And this had been way after I have not had any alcohol at all and came back and my liver enzymes were really high. Is it the ferritin? I don't know. I would have to look. But I was I like, that's, that's crazy. Yeah. But like, now looking back, I'm like, I wonder if it was my liver being like, I can't really handle this. Like, I'm not in a good position <laughs> to detoxify your ass three times a week. <laughs> like, I'm barely, I'm struggling. But that's so funny. like, yeah. and now I think like, what would my health be like? If I had not listened to what oh. my body and my mind were telling me mm-hmm. was right for me. Right. Yeah, looking inward is a big deal. And it's, oh my God, we were watching My 600 Pound Life last night. Why? I don't know. You just put it on and we got sucked in. And we we started to talk about the just the mentality of just being stuck in that mindset of like, I'm a, well, I don't know about victim, but it's just, this is just how I am. My whole family is whole this family. way. I've always yeah. been this way since fifth grade. Like you hear yeah. these reasons why you can't. Mm-hmm. And they're yeah. so much more forceful and louder than the voice in your head pleading for help. Yeah, especially if, you know, these people who are featured on this show usually have probably dealt with some sort of major trauma. Yeah, a and, lot. Yeah, and it's just heartbreaking just to see people stuck in this, not in necessarily, I hate saying victim mode because it sounds shaming, but you know what I mean? Um, but it's just that mindset of like food is comforting and it's just what's gotten me through. And then it just spirals and, you know, or they have an eating disorder, you know, like all these things. And just like watching it from the outside, it just like breaks our hearts. And like, obviously this is extreme example. Mm -hmm. Not everybody's, you know, 500 pounds or 600 pounds, but, um, yeah, the girl we were watching, she was starting to go to therapy and the therapist person was like, address go to therapy first before you start even thinking about losing weight. Yeah. Like that was such great advice. It was. And to hear someone say, you're absolutely not ready for surgery. Yeah. (laughs) You know, and there is a whole other group of people that would have been screaming at her. Mm -hmm. You're beautiful. You're fine. And she was clinically depressed. 
Yep. Had, what was it? Something um, personality it was disorder? A, yeah, it was like borderline multiple personality And for her, disorder. you could tell it was almost a relief. Yeah, oh. she's like, no one ever told me that before. Yeah, and she has other people going like, no, you're beautiful. You don't need to change. Just eat and, this thing. Like. And listen, if you truly love yourself, just like if you truly love your child or your little dog or whoever, <laughs> you want the best for them. Yeah. So when someone loves themselves, you will notice it outwardly in a way of constantly improving, constantly pushing themselves to the next level, never being placated or okay staying put. Yeah. Whereas society tells us if you were happy, yeah. you wouldn't want more. You wouldn't want better because you're happy, you're satisfied. You're happy now where you're at. And that is the yeah. opposite. A happy person has the energy, the bandwidth, the mental health, the physical health to want more. Yeah. And because I always want more is, to me, a sign that I am happy. When I am feeling not as happy for whatever reason, I'm unmotivated. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I don't have the energy to do this today. I don't want to complete my task list. I don't want to get up at 4.30 a.m. Yeah, That's me not happy. When I am happy and I am feeling good, let's go. Yeah. That's such an amen moment of, Mm -hmm. like, if you really are happy and love yourself and want to improve yourself or have body acceptance that you will be constantly improving, you'll do the, you know, we've, there's other episodes where we talk about, like, where you can start, like, okay, well, this is hitting home for me this episode, so, like, what do I do now, you know, and... You know, I've told my story a hundred thousand times where it's like, I just want to do good things to myself. Mm-hmm. So let's just do what I know is good for me, which it started out was with water. I'm like, that's free and easy. So let's just start there. And then it naturally progressed and like, you know what? I'm, it started to make me feel better. Mm-hmm. So let's go to that workout class. That sounds kind of fun. Yeah. You know, so, and that would be, you know, anything that would be what I would tell anybody who is just like, I don't know. And then you have the decision paralysis of like, what do I do? Where do I start? Ah, then that keeps you stuck still mm-hmm. because of all the information out in the world. <laughs> like, ah. What does? Yeah. And again, there's so many voices telling you that wanting more is selfish. And I don't know. There's just a whole mentality of we're being held down. People owe us something. Mm. We shouldn't have to do all this. We should just sit here and be bequeathed with (laughs) riches and health. And that it's nobody can get anything for you that you want. Amen. But self-love is wanting more to me. Like there's not, I don't want more of any of everything, but I want more of myself and as you push those limits as you start being like well I could drink water and then you drink the water and you're like I can do that I think I can also go work out and you take those steps you let yourself get uncomfortable and stay uncomfortable right and now you've leveled up to where you're comfortable with the water let's add in working out and then you're uncomfortable like physically (laughs) and mentally uncomfortable and then guess what now that's not hard anymore Time to level up. What style of nutrition? Yeah. And when you do it like that, that leads to 
a lifetime of constantly improving instead of rotting. Yeah, I think this is an important topic for us to really talk about. And I, it's just, I feel like we should just like redo this episode like every month. <laughs> I think, yes, because, um, you know, the people who I feel like should most hear it probably aren't going to like be clicking on it or whatever. Like, you know, the people in the TV show. <laughs> yeah. Well, they don't want to hear that. Yeah. No. So. Cause if you feel, if you feel attacked by something. Yeah. <laughs> maybe you are. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. All right. Well, let's take a quickie, quick break and we'll be right back. Okay, we're back. Hi. Um, no problem at all. Uh, <laughs> oh, I gotta make sure we're okay. Um, so back onto our body positivity chit chat. I love this topic, um, and I think a lot of, I think why this movement got so big was um, because people wanted to feel, you know, worthy of themselves. Yeah. Worthy of love, worthy of, you know, existing. Yeah. <laughs> right? And why do we think that the size, shape, weight of our bodies dictate our worthiness in general? Like, yeah. It's a deep-rooted thing, and I think some of it's nature and some of it's nurture. Oh, yeah. Like, you know, you get into the nurture part of it of... You can blame social media. Before it was social media, it was magazines, Mm -hmm. like the girls on the cover of Cosmo. Yeah. And just beauty standards in general. And look, I get it. I did, I'm sure I did the same thing where I was like, I want to look like that. Like Victoria's Secret. Yeah. You know, super skinny, but giant boobs. And how do you know that? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Just all those things. And yes. And especially in a young person, it does set you up to fail that when you have an expectation of your body to look like anybody else's but your own. But also the positive side of that is with social media and include, and I'm including things like podcasts and YouTubes and stuff. There is as much positive people like ourselves yeah. in a positive agent for change. So, in a way, that's not an excuse anymore. Of that's all we see. It's not all you see. That's true. What are you surrounding there, yourself with? What are you looking for? Yeah. What are yeah. you looking for? Ooh, tough. And because something's not your fault, does not mean it's not your responsibility. Amen. Yeah. So, it's not our fault that, you know, there's Photoshop pictures of butts and people are snatching their waist in. It's not our fault, but... I know that. Yeah. I know that those are not, A, honest images, and that they don't have anything to do with me. Mm-hmm. And so I can choose to feed and live in those thoughts of, I can't be that, so I'm not enough. Or I can choose to think, I don't care about them. That's not me. I got to worry about me and being mm-hmm. positive about the agent of change I am. Absolutely. In my own physical health. Right. I saw this, um, I think it was a Facebook post. It had gone viral, so it might sound familiar to some people, but um, she was talking about how, you know, her weight loss journey, she started to lose weight and 
feeling better. And she noticed that people were treating her differently, nicer. People were being nicer to her. Her environment was getting better. Her husband was complimenting her more, things like that. And then she started to get salty about it. And she's like, wow, the way people treat me is solely based on the way I look, blah, 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 blah. And then she started to like, thankfully, (laughs) look a little more inward and realized that because she felt better, she was being nicer. She was putting out a more positive vibe okay. and people what she was projecting out she, she was, was getting back happier she was happier so people were being happier around her and she was like it was just like a that like big mind blown moment of wow but okay <laughs> take it to yeah. a client that i had that literally <clears throat> lost five pounds that's okay. awesome yeah i'm not taking away from that but she was like people are noticing they're complimenting me. They're oh, she was on cloud nine. Yeah. And it is not because you lost five pounds. You wouldn't know if I, if we've been together for a week, we've yeah. been living as a couple <laughs> for one week. And if I woke up five pounds less than I was yesterday, you wouldn't notice. I wouldn't be and none the wiser. you've been seeing me yeah. all day, every day. But if I woke up and I like had a glow and I felt confident and I moved energetically and I was positive, you'd be like, you're looking good today, Liz. Looking Lens. good. Looking You're good, glowing. coach. Go, yeah. coach. Yeah. Must be me. Yeah. <laughs> I look good on you. Like yesterday, after you went to the to the potty, you're like, "Do I look skinnier?" And, and we like, were like, "Nope." nope. And I was like, "Well, I feel great. <laughs> I'm totally on empty right now. <laughs> Snatched." <laughs> That's what those BMs will do for I you. I ate pizza last night, guys. Not my best move, but anyway, <laughs> that is. That's all of it. And that positivity, that confidence radiates. Is it because you weigh less on the scale? Or is it because you are having that inward power and glow that comes from somebody that keeps promises to their damn self? Mm. That's called living in your power. And if I picked out my ideal bikini body physique, like let's say I, I was like, Jeannie, I have three wishes. My first wish is I want to wake up tomorrow and have the Bikini Olympia winner's body on. Yeah. I would be so disappointed because I would not feel at home in that body. Mm. That is not my home. Yeah. This is my home. And whatever you can do to improve, redecorate, refurbish, clean your home, that's your path to peace. Mm. And that's real body positivity. When you look at yourself and say, I feel good. This is mine. This is the body that I am supposed to love, nurture, and flourish in. And I'm freaking doing it. That feels... Then you're on top of the world. Everybody wants that. Everybody should do everything they can to achieve that. Yeah, absolutely. And people... And that... Yeah, like I said, everybody... Want aspires for that, wants that. They want to flourish. They want to have that, you know, home that feels good. That's such a great example. I always use, like, when I talk about, like, my life and stuff, I always talk about, use a garden as an example. Like, pulling out the weeds. Yeah. And you have to maintain it. You have to constantly pull out weeds, right? You have to water it. And, and what makes gardening better? Deciding. Yeah. Deciding that you love it. Yeah. And then it's worth it. And yeah. as you're pulling those weeds, being grateful and thankful that you have the ability to do that. 
Oh, yeah, that's where we wanted to take mm-hmm. it, too, is just being thankful for the body you do have and mm-hmm. how hard it's working to keep you alive. Just you and me now or somebody who might be really sick, right? Maybe not, like, literally have pneumonia sick, but just, yeah, you know, there's something up with your liver, and you may not know it, but in your body, I think Casey... There was one time she did um, some blood work or something, and uh, what was it? I can't remember what test she had. And the lady was looking at her results and was like, you know, do you still have your period? She goes, yeah. And she would, even Casey was surprised that that was still happening mm-hmm. and like her hormones. And the lady was just like, well, that's just a testament to how hard your body is working to be normal. Yeah. To have normal levels. To just be like in yeah. homeostasis. Yeah. It's like, no, we need to do this. So I'm, <laughs> we're going to have her period. And I thought that was just so cool and a good reminder of just being thankful for what my body can do, yeah. you know, and recover and all this stuff. Like, and I think we need to incorporate that gratefulness into our lives more often. Well, and just, and it it can be a hard mental shift to not hate the body that you're given when that is your default setting is to wish you were taller, to wish you were shorter, to wish your arms and legs were longer, to yeah. wish you didn't store body fat. Look, that's not nature. That's nurture. And you can change the things about your body. You can't make your arms and legs longer. But I promise you, if you stop focusing on what you don't have and you start focusing on what you do have and allowing yourself to lack yourself a little bit, yeah, then you're going to say, you know what? I actually do like me. So I'm going to do me this favor of drinking the water, exercising, but that does not come from self-hatred. And so many people want to use self-hatred as a catalyst for change. You're not going to do crap for something that you do not love and appreciate. Yeah. You're not. You're not. I mean, maybe for a second out of like a pure adrenaline-fueled rage, but that's a feeling, (laughs) not... Not a decision. And feelings come and go. Feelings rise and they fall. And that's, again, you know, we can get in that whole conversation about using motivation and how that is a death trap. Yeah. But it is an extreme feeling. You can't ride there. Now, that being said, I do... I do like to hold on to some negativity. Okay. And draw on it when I need it. I will an example somebody telling me I couldn't do something because oh. of the way that my body is somebody telling me that it, I was too old somebody telling me that something I was doing was wrong and this is why I will I keep those in like a bank account <laughs> and when I don't feel motivated I will I'll pull a, I'll pull a little bit out of that to use mm, yeah. to keep going and that is probably not a healthy behavior but it works for me I mean, it's not self-destructive. You're not... No, yeah. it's 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 just using something that happened as a tool to remember that fire. Right. Of, and, you know, if we didn't have shame or guilt or things like that, like, 
those are helpful emotions just as that like it can be if we didn't have that i don't think we wouldn't really be anywhere in our lives if we didn't have a a little bit of shame of i drank too much last night or Mm -hmm. you know somebody said this thing about me and it enrages me so i'm gonna go do like that's not necessarily toxic and it can you know like i i think people can misuse that you know like it depends on how long you... If, are you wallowing in it? Yeah. Or are you using it as information that's telling you something that yeah. you need to know about yourself? It's just like... Yeah. When I was... I remember specifically talking to a friend and they're like, you're not ever going to... Like, what about our what about our brunches? What about our mimosa this and that? And I was like, you know, I'll, really what it came down to is, is the way it would make me feel like a lot mentally like the anxiety like you mentioned and the feelings of shame and some of them were probably warranted but a lot of them yeah. weren't but it's just the effect that it had on me and they're like oh no you just need to pop a little zany those are called <laughs> sunday scaries <laughs> and i was like i don't know that you should always try to get rid of negative emotion no yeah. i don't know that the negative emotion in itself is something that needs to go as much as it's screaming at you you need to change this is yeah. making you yeah. feel this way and yeah. what and if you pop a pill every time yeah you get a negative emotion yeah. you're just gonna miss a lot yeah you're gonna miss out a lot that's a that's a really good example um, and I think that's a great place to start uh, for people who are dealing with self-image issues or lack of self-confidence and, you know, feeling beautiful and accepting themselves for who they are. It's just, I think, you know, doing a social media purge is a great start, right? What yeah. are you surrounding yourself? Stop that, following accounts that yeah. make you feel yeah. bad about yourself. Yeah. And you just having that honest conversation with yourself of like, what am I purposely subconsciously surrounding myself with that's just not helpful to my mental health yes (laughs) you know and that's just a great place to start and then you know there's tons of things that people can do like i think one thing that i've done is just really found like it sounds superficial but it has such a huge impact with like the way i dress myself right um finding clothes that actually fit me rather than trying i did this a long time ago where i was like I'm I'm small. <laughs> yeah. But then my shirt would be I'd never wear the shirt because it would just be so skin tight and, and feel like a muffin. Yeah. Oh, one of those uh, standing only outfits? Yeah. <laughs> like I can wear this if I don't sit the whole time I'm there. Yeah, so let's find some clothes that I actually look good in, fit me right based on my time. And that and I look in the mirror when I'm going out with my girlfriends. I feel great. I look great. And then guess what? That levels up my, um, my vibe, you yeah, know? Yeah. And that just kind of circles back around to like the energy you're putting out to where you start to feel better about yourself. And that's and, body. That's true body positivity. Yeah. And also body positivity, understanding that you have control yep. over your physicality. Yeah. Not anybody else, not fast food, mm-hmm. not alcohol. It, is under your control. Not saying it's easy or that it's a light switch moment, but it is ultimately up to you, despite any trauma you've had, despite any family unhealthiness, you know, generations of my entire family is this size. I was doomed. I've been this big since I was this old. Yeah. And it just, it's genetic. Like, it, well, you know, some stuff is genetic. Yeah. But again, 
it's still your responsibility. And the blame game will get you nowhere except feeling not positive about yourself. Because right. what we forget is part of our body is our mind. Mm-hmm. It's the most powerful part. Yeah. And starting there is, is better than chasing, like the body that you had in high school or something like yeah, that. Yeah, and I hear it all the time. When <laughs> yeah. I graduated high school, I weighed 119 pounds, and I just want to get back to there. Man, that's not <laughs> that's not your home anymore. Yeah, you've moved. And I think, and I, and I do know that like a lot of competitors and people have asked me, don't you miss the shreds? Like when you're lean to get on stage. Like you felt better about yourself back when, you, when you're that shredded. It was cool. Like, it you know, cool. it's so cool. Like, it yeah. was almost like an anatomy model, <laughs> right? Where you yeah. can see every little Where you walk into twitch. that class naked and people draw you. Yeah. <laughs> well, ooh, the boobs were not there. But anyway, <laughs> but I did not feel at home in that body. Yeah, you were I was proud of myself. Yeah. I was. I was so proud of myself. But there was nothing inside of me that felt like, I got to stay here. Right. I'm going to miss this. It just, it never struck me like that. And probably because I am a little bit older and I am um, comfortable with my body and where it feels good. Now, to be fair, I have com- I have done a lot of body recomposition. Yeah. And so even at a, what I would, you know, is a heavier weight than I used to be comfortable at, probably at least, man, upwards of 10 pounds heavier now oh. and feel better about myself and the way I look yeah all the time yeah plus you can eat more <laughs> so much more <laughs> that's a big mental component yeah you might look shredded but how hungry were you yeah what you gonna what you gonna do in that body yeah like what's your activities take a couple pics <laughs> yeah <laughs> that look great <laughs> they do they, they look well and I always think this is I started thinking and using the word impressive instead of great or pretty or awesome. Okay. Impressive. Yeah. Like this, I feel I'm impressed by myself that I can do this, but calling that like, this is beautiful. This is hashtag goals. No, this is, I'm impressed. I like it. I'm impressed. That's great. (laughs) But this is not where I live. Yeah. I know you were trying to explain that to me yesterday or whatever. And I just could, I didn't get it. I've never been in a place where I just didn't feel at home in my body. And I'm like, I think if I had a six pack, I'd feel pretty fucking good. (laughs) You would like the way it looked in the mirror. Yeah. But of course I've never had a six pack and I don't know what that feels in that moment. Like would I, and so it started to click like, you know, if I got to that point of being completely shredded, how would I really feel? I don't know. It's, and again, you can't ignore physiology. Yeah. We are not made to be super muscular and super lean at the same time. It's trash for survival. Oh, yeah. Right? Because muscle's a metabolic tissue. It requires energy just to hang around. Mm -hmm. Fat is not. That's our stores. That's what's going to keep us alive during the, you know, the long winter. The long Victorian winter. (laughs) When we don't have, when we can't hunt for our animal, right? We haven't evolved far past that. No, we haven't. So your body is like, it starts, it's weird. Like, you start blinking less. Like, it starts down-regulating moving fidgeting like you're you stop remembering that you need to do chores around the house oh yeah it's just trying to make your stupid ass survive (laughs) (laughs) 
we're all animals. We are. We're all animals. And like, and please don't understand. I'm not knocking body. I am so ready to do it again. Yeah. I don't <laughs> get that. Yeah. But I'm so ready. It's, yeah. it's a place too, because like we were talking about earlier, when you love yourself and you start pushing boundaries, I also like it just as a coach because that puts me in real discomfort. That pushes my limits of comfortability and making myself do things that I am not used to, blah, blah, blah. And I really relate to my clients. I was just going to say, it's what you're asking your clients to do. It's what I'm asking my clients to do because I'm, I mean, I'm super comfortable with working out five times a week, doing my cardio early in the morning, hitting my macros every single day. Yeah. That does not push me. Yeah. This pushes me, and I like that. Competing, she's talking about. I'm talking about competing, and people are like, why would you do that? And most of the time, I'm like, I don't know. I just want to. (laughs) But that's a big component, and I notice things in myself when I'm I'm getting ready to compete with clients. I I think I'm even more helpful to them because I relate to their struggle Mm. better. Yeah, it's a good way to put it. Um, I'm also meaner to them. No, I'm just kidding. Also, I'm not like, no, we're doing this. <laughs> the big line kitty comes out. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Um, yeah, well, that is, um, again, I, I love this topic. I do, I too. Really, I could talk about it all day long. And um, we are going to be publishing, I don't know when this one will come out, <laughs> but I did have um, an interview with Megan Reed. Uh, were you on that call she did a couple years ago? I don't know. No, you weren't around. Um, <clears throat> she's a confidence coach. Was that on that call? She did like a group thing for the whole team. I think I was. Right before it's been team a long case, time ago. Or FFP. Yeah, it was a little while ago. But um, yeah, so I interviewed her and she just came out with a book. Oh, I did tell you this part. Or she came out with a book, Main Character Energy. Yes. Ah! Like, <laughs> like Lord. Like, it's the same thing with um, Jen Sincero, uh, You Are a Badass book. Did you ever read that? No. Well, it's, I always say, like, people, if people, I could tell that they're interested in the self-help game or want to improve themselves personally, like, that You Are a Badass book, that's a great place to start. It's funny. She's clever, but also helps you look inward. Same yeah. thing with Megan's book, and it's available on Amazon. And um, I haven't read the whole thing yet, but it's just funny, and she's so authentic, and it's just like, lean into your main character energy, and, you know, know when to tell people to F off, and, like, all yeah. this stuff, and it's so cute. And so I think, like, people with um, who are looking for more confidence or um, – self-image issues or things like that you know books are a great place to start and then with some of the stuff that we've mentioned already with purging the things around you that you can control to get out of your life and um find also last tip of the day is find one thing at least that you know you love about yourself physically I would and say. think about it. Yeah. Make yourself think about All it. All the time. Even yeah. if it's the color of your eyes. I was just going to say that as an think example. Think about it yeah. every single day. Mm-hmm. Be like, and I do have beautiful eyes. Let's put on some like cool makeup and highlight that. Uh-huh. And, like, and when you why, start yeah. thinking about your belly or your thighs, go right back yeah. to thinking about those eyes. Yeah. And that positive energy is going to come back to you. Mm-hmm. That raises your vibration. That's why I do my makeup so well because I know I have beautiful eyes. So I love doing my makeup really well. What um, vibration are you going to need to start doing my makeup really well? That's the question. <laughs> I don't know. I don't. 
<laughs> That's what we're figuring out today. Okay. Well, that will be our next topic. <laughs> anyway, uh, again, until next time. See y'all later. See ya. Peace. Thanks for listening to the FFP Alignment Podcast. Please support us by downloading, rating, and recommending us to your friends and family. Be sure to check us out on Instagram at the Fit Femme Project. That's F-I-T-F-E-M-M-E Project. And for those of you looking to find their essential balance of lifestyle and fitness, book a free consult by going to thefitfemproject.com. That's F-I-T-F-E-M-M-E Project.com and click apply now. Until next time, this is the Fit Femme Project Alignment Podcast.